Hey, hey, sisters. I am bringing y'all this super quick episode today. So quick, I'm not even going to do the intro because I realize this is something that has been super helpful for us. And I want to give this information to you to help set you guys up for success this coming weekend. So if you have not looked ahead at your calendars, this Saturday night, Sunday morning is daylight savings time, and we are springing forward. I'm super excited about it because that means more daylight in the evenings. I mean, it's not really more daylight. It's just like the time shifts, right? Daylight savings is actually a really, really silly thing to even have in Alaska, but here we are. I thought we outlawed it like years ago, but we're still doing this thing. Anyway, I wanted to bring you guys these tips today for making this transition go smoothly when you have littles in your home, because kids, depending on how little they are, can't tell time. And their rhythm doesn't know that we adults just up and change the clocks, right? So it can be a difficult transition for them to go through if we are not setting them up for success. So here are a couple of things that we've done in our family to set our kids up for success for this transition. Last year, I was surprised at how well and how smooth it went. I did a little TikTok on it, but I realized that that's not enough. So I wanted to give you guys these tips so that you can be prepared. And the number one thing is start now. Okay. It is Tuesday that this episode is coming out. We have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday. So we've got five full days to really nail this transition. One of the things we already did starting last night was move the bedtime back because on Sunday, 7 p.m., what our kid thinks, right? 7 p.m. is actually going to be 8 p.m. So we have already started the bedtime process a little bit early. It was shortly after 7 p.m., probably 7.30 last night that we started that bedtime routine and just taking little increments, little steps backwards to begin that transition. I think about, you know, Alaska, for those of you who don't know, everyone's like, isn't it dark all the time and then bright all the time? It's a very gradual transition. Some days we're only losing or gaining a few seconds of daylight. And other days, it's like five minutes, I think at most. So it's a gradual transition that you know, over the course of time, you notice that it's changing, but it's not anything where it's like, bam, all of a sudden you're going to bed an hour earlier, right? Or it's dark an hour earlier. It's very, very dark in the winters and very, very bright in the summers, but it's a gradual transition. So try to start implementing this now. Bump your bedtime back five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes each day. That way, by the time Sunday comes, your kid's already used to that shift. So we've been doing this. I have noticed our son is having a tendency to wake up a little bit earlier, but again, him waking up at 7am now is going to be 8am come Sunday. So um, keeping in mind that obviously a shift on one end often is going to produce a shift on the other end. So adjust your expectations. That's the second one that I want to give you. You know, they're littles. That doesn't mean that we have to, you know, just submit and throw it all to the wind and just say, you know, it's daylight savings time. We're going to have one heck of a week next week. 
we can start now, we can do what we can, but make sure we're adjusting our expectations. Yeah, that means our kids might struggle a little bit at bedtime. We need to maintain consistency and level-headedness. Our kids might wake up a little bit early. Again, just maintain that consistency in your routine. So while we are changing that transition, making that transition already, we have not changed the hatch light. Okay. So this is my tip. Number three is get yourself a hatch light. No, it's probably not even going to arrive by daylight savings time. And it's not going to help right now, but I cannot state enough how helpful this has been. I think my son was about maybe six to 10 months old, maybe a year when somebody had told me about an okay to wake light or a hatch light. I looked into them, I ordered it, and we started implementing this light when he was about 16 months old, maybe. He was still in the crib, unable to climb out. And so we would just go in there if he would wake up early and say, your light's not on, bud. Sorry, but you've got to stay in bed until your light comes on. It was a slow process, but by the time he was, I don't know, two, two and a half, and we transitioned him to his toddler bed, it was already... Uh, something he was learning and, and getting the grasp of. Again, it's not a perfect science. I have already gone in this morning and told him twice to go back to bed until his blue light comes on and to be quiet that he doesn't wake up his brother. But I have this external source, if you will, external circumstance that can essentially take the fall, right? It's not it's not me saying, get back to bed, although I am, right? It's, it's me saying your blue light isn't on. So that means you need to stay in bed. And it's been something that we've been doing for two years, maybe more. And so he knows, right? There are so many days that he comes out of his bedroom with a huge smile on his face. So excited in the morning, my blue light is on my blue light is on. So he knows he knows that he has total freedom. Now he can get up like everything's great. Mommy's ready to greet him with a smile and a hug because his light is on. And so this has been such a helpful tool. We even have it as part of our bedtime routine where it starts with um, rainbow lights and crickets. And it's super fun. It's like, did you hear the crickets? That means it's time to start the bedtime routine. It's on while we do the bedtime routine. When it hits eight o'clock and it's time to go to bed, then it transitions to light off and just some soft rain music. And then at 8am, that goes off, the blue light comes on and it's just a little bit louder of a rain music, letting him know that it's okay to wake up now. So those are my three tips. If you guys want to snag the hatch light, they have recently approved me for an affiliate ship. It's very, very low return for me. I might get $5, I think, if you guys purchase one through the link in the show notes. But I figured I talk about it all the time. I'm sharing it with you guys. I sent it out in my email list because it's been such a valuable tool for us to have. So if you are going to snag one, definitely go check out the show notes, grab that link and purchase it through there so that our family can have a small kickback from that. So just to recap on those three tips for adjusting to this daylight savings that's coming up. Yes, those of you in Arizona don't have to worry about it. Those of you um, in other countries of the world may have it at a different time than us. So sorry if this doesn't apply to you. Um, 
in terms of this season, right, coming up this week. But these tips are still super, super valuable for you. Just to reiterate those, one, start now. Make those tiny incremental changes, bumping back that bedtime routine now. Number two, adjust your expectations for yourself, for your kiddos. Maintain that consistency though. And then number three is to go ahead and snag yourself a hatch light to start implementing and evangelizing this autonomy over your kids taking control of themselves, implementing that self-control and discipline over themselves to go to bed and wake up when it is time. I hope this episode blessed you. If it has, do not hesitate to share leave a review, and then join us in the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus community so we can talk more about this transition and how it's going for you.